T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Welcome to the Love of the Star podcast. I am Bobby Belt, Dallas Cowboys insider for 105.3 The Fan in Dallas. That is your radio flagship home of the Dallas Cowboys. Joined, as always, by former Super Bowl winning NFL scout, Brian Broaddus. He is now the co-host of the G-Bag Nation, 2 to 7 p.m. Central, Monday through Friday on 105.3 The Fan. And he is also the pre- and post-game co-host on the Dallas Cowboys radio network. Uh, Brian, I know you won that Super Bowl of yours with the Green Bay Packers. Uh, here tonight in Dallas on Thursday evening. Does it remind you of those, those wonderful days back there in Green Bay as it is freaking freezing here in the Metroplex tonight? This is actually a spring day in Green Bay. We have a had a tea time, about a 418 tea time that we had to hit when it was about 14 degrees. This is a day uh, you, would, you would have called all of us sissies here in Dallas. Yeah, it was uh, – you know what? Um, it's funny because I try to explain to people in Green Bay – about living in heat. Mm-hmm. And I said, imagine the coldest you've ever been in your life and how miserable you were. That's what heat does to people in the South and the Southeast, you know, or, you know, or the Southwest. I go, just imagine how miserable you are. And it's really the same thing. And, uh, but yeah, it's, it's so funny that when it, when the temperature gets to like single digits, it does take me back to those days living in uh, living in Green Bay. The five years I did, yeah. People uh, like you, like you told us the story when you lived there. Like when when stadium people come up, plow your driveway so you could uh, clear out of there and and head out. Uh, but it is uh, it is freezing just in time for Christmas. Uh, really cold, and and we've got a a Cowboys Eagles matchup on Christmas Eve. Uh, you and I will both be at the stadium for the majority of the day on Christmas Eve. We're going to end up uh, opening presents in the Belt household on Christmas morning because uh, I'm going to be gone all day. A 6 a.m. call time, Brian, at the stadium on Christmas Eve. Uh, but let's get into this Eagles matchup. The big news out of Philadelphia this week, no Jalen Hurts. Uh, Nick Sirianni pretty much announced Gardner Minshew as the starter today. Uh, this is actually the third consecutive game where we will not get a matchup between Dak Prescott and Jalen Hurts as uh, Hurts missed the finale last year. It was Gardner Minshew starting that game. Uh, and then the earlier game in October, obviously, that was Cooper Rush. Uh, but Brian, let's first, before we dive into the Eagles specifically, uh, your thoughts on Gardner Minshew and, and what kind of a drop-off this is for the Eagles. Well, the Eagles have done a smart thing is to me, Gardner Mitchu is very capable as a backup. He's very capable of giving you um, 
emergency starts. We'll see how many emergency starts that he gets. Uh, there's some talk about that maybe Jalen Hurts is uh, more injured than what the Eagles are even leaning on to. Maybe some uh, AC joint problems, uh, some whispers around the league are talking about. Uh, missing likely the Dallas game. No, not likely. Missing the Dallas game. I think maybe even the New Orleans game might be in a little bit of, uh, uh, you know, in the, uh, the cards there. We'll, we'll see how it all kind of plays out for him there. But, um, yeah, with Gardner Minshew, this guy is very capable. And he is an accurate passer. Uh, if you look to touchdown interception ratio, he's really, really good at that. Uh, you know, all you go back and watch him play when he was at Washington State for, you know, with uh, with Mike Leach and the way he threw the football, uh, the way he had success, their game plan will be different. It will look different. Uh, they will likely more of a traditional offense when it comes to running the football. You probably won't see the quarterback power running game, uh, that extra runner uh, when the quarterback's involved. Uh, Ian Book is the backup. So, you know, you probably don't want to get all the way down, even though Ian Book has played uh, played for the Saints. But, yeah, I, I kind of feel like that uh, you're going to see more of a traditional offense. And traditional from the sense of running backs, running backs, wide receiver, tight end, screens, kind of the stuff that, you know, you won't see so much the uh, – I don't know if you'll see the read option stuff as much. Uh, I know you're not going to see the quarterback running the football that much. So, yeah, it'll be it'll look different. Um, the thing that's about the Eagles when you watch them on tape now is usually this time of year they're banged up on the offensive line. They're not. They're they're completely healthy. Their wide receivers are all available. Dallas Goddard is coming back. We'll see how much that they really get him involved uh, in the game plan. But when the Cowboys played last time, it was big. It was a heavy screen team with Dallas Goddard. Uh, the ball going down the field with Brown and also with Smith. I mean, that's Smith. You talk about routes, these vertical, long routes, crossing routes, huge play routes that they run. So we'll see if they far, if they could get the ball down the field with Minshew throwing the football, but everything should be underneath, slants, outs, things like that. Uh, it'll look like a, a normal kind of offense with a really good line, a really good set of running backs and an outstanding set of uh, wide receivers and a tight end. We had uh, Ross Tucker, the former NFL offensive lineman, now uh, NFL analyst, on uh, Sean and RJ on 105 through the fan on Thursday morning. Um, and we asked him the question, you know, what is this Eagles' big biggest weakness? Like, if you're going to attack this team in the playoffs, uh, how would you do it? Or, or, or how, uh, you know, what do you got to bank on for some success? And it took him a while. He did say that he didn't think there really was a glaring weakness on on this Eagles football team. But but his recommendation was, okay, bring an extra safety down in the box, play press man, and hope that Jalen Hurts has a bad day, which he said he really hasn't had many bad days. Um, would you think that that's the approach to use this week against Philly uh, with Minshew in there as well? It's just, hey, press the receivers, take away the run, and attack Gardner Minshew. Yeah, it's uh, probably the best way to do it was I kind of feel like the Cowboys and the Eagles are kind of in the same boat 
in this game when it comes to their offense. And I feel like that it's going to be more about trying to establish some type of run. And I'm not trying to be crusty, oh, you have to run the ball guy, you know, or balance and all that. I'm just saying the thing that I feel like with the when you're playing defense against the Eagles, especially with Gardner Minshew at quarterback, is he is going to give the ball to these running backs. You know, and when you're when you're playing against Hurst, when you're playing against Hurts, it's we saw what he did to Micah Parsons. You know, how they yeah. froze, how they froze the Cowboys defense, you know, and so I don't know if Minshew can do that. So I think you're going to see a little bit more. Yeah, bringing safeties down. This game is going to be about tackling. It's going to be about – I think it's going to be, Bobby, too, about trying to win at the line of scrimmage. And, I mean, win at the line of scrimmage when, um, you know, they've got some guys that are really good athletes, maybe not the strongest guys. Lane Johnson, not the strongest guy, really good foot athlete. Uh, uh, Kelsey. You know, uh, you you watch him play Uh, when people when they put somebody on his nose and you don't let him pull and you don't let him second level. And, you know, you you just bang on him, bang on him, bang on him. You know how well the Cowboys play inside at defensive tackle will go a long way to how their game plan can formulate. They they need Osa to play well. You know, they 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 need Bohanna and Gallimore, and those guys, Watkins. They need to, to control that middle the best they can because, you know, the, the, the running game, it's going to probably start on the perimeter. But if you get guys up the field and when you get guys up the field, that disrupts what the I think the Eagles are going to want to do. That's pull offensive linemen. You know, yeah. upfield penetration, all of a sudden blockers get picked off, and now – these backs are running with the ball uh, without blockers or naked on the edge. And now you have guys crashing and attacking and getting them, you know, for uh, behind the lo- uh, behind the line or no gains. So, you know, the one thing Jacksonville was able to do was they got blockers in space. You know, penetration will keep blockers from getting into space. So um, however you do that, I, I just feel like that we're going to see a lot of movement, the counters the waggles, the things like that, uh, some of the very similar stuff that we saw against the Texans and the stuff that we saw against Jacksonville. I, I'm guessing your endorsement would be, let's make sure Trayvon Diggs travels with A.J. Brown. Um, because especially, I, I would think a a more shifty receiver like Devontae Smith, that's not necessarily the, the more ideal matchup. I would think the, the bigger-bodied, AJ Brown would be a guy that you'd like to see uh, digs on. W- would that be your approach this week? Is and I know we've talked about this a little bit on the last episode during this week. Is the idea of Deron Bland plays outside? You bring up um, Mackenzie Alexander to play the slot. So would that be your approach? Alexander in the slot, Deron Bland on the other side, and then just have Diggs travel with AJ Brown. This is going to sound crazy. How much? Is Smith going to play in the slot? You know, is Smith going to play outside quite a bit, right? Um, me personally, I kind of feel like that I, if I could get digs on Smith 
and the bigger body bland on brown. And I'm okay. going to double brown. I'm going to help on that, but I'm going to take digs, and I'm going to try and take away your second best weapon is what I'm going to do. Now, familiarity, Alabama, know the player. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That kind of thing. You know, um, you're right. This and all that might give Diggs some problems, but if you press Diggs and you find a way to get up on and bang Smith, bang Smith, I think that might be the best route to go. Put the bigger body of of uh, of Bland on Brown because Brown, I mean, you know, bang on him. He knows how to run with the guy. He's got four interceptions. He knows how to carry. He knows how to find the ball. I think taking taking away the explosive Smith might be the best path here, and it might be because again, if you you put digs on Brown, it might not be as you know it might not be as because I think that digs can run with and carry and do all those things, but it might be with Smith and then double double Brown with. Or you could, or you could help Diggs, you know, with some safety alignments and stuff like that. I, I, I might do the opposite of, of what you were just talking about. Interesting, because I, you know, that that's been one of the things that we've obviously worried about has been the shiftiness of guys like that it can be difficult sometimes for Diggs. But I, I, I see your reasoning there; it makes sense. Now, on the defensive side of the ball for the Eagles. There's never been an NFL team that had four players finish with double-digit sacks in a season, Brian. And right now, Hassan Redick has 12, Javon Hargrave has 10, Josh Sweat has 9.5, and and Brandon Graham has 8.5. So the Eagles are very close to being a a historic pass rush. Uh, Are they as good as the numbers say they are, Brian? Is this going to be a real challenge for the Cowboys' offensive line on Sunday? I feel like that you'll be able – I think the Cowboys' offensive line is better, and it's better at right tackle. And please, folks, before you lose your mind, <laughs> I've said this on a bunch of platforms, whether it's DallasCowboys.com or 105.3 The Fan or now here with you guys on this sh- podcast. I I think Terrence Steele has had a hell of a year. I really do. I think that if he was in pass blocking – with Reddick, I think he would have a struggle in this game. Tyron Smith, to me, is a great option over there. I am I am so happy that you've got a big body guy that's athletic that will bang on him. I mean, bang on him in the running game and bang on him in pass protection. You know, hit him in the hit him in the throat a couple of times, hit him in the chest, you know. Throw him to the ground. Do what you have to do. Reddick wants to play with quickness. He wants to get to the edge. He wants to get underneath and try and get to the quarterback. I think that with, to me, the way that Tyron Smith can play in the running game and the passing game is a great advantage for you over there. My worries are over on the other side with Sweat dealing with Tyler Smith. Okay, now you have to figure out. The problem is the Eagles are really good inside a defensive tackle. They've got big body guys. They're going to push the pocket. They got guys that are really active. When you talk about Cox, you know, and and what they're able to do. Uh, and Damakon Sue's a, a longtime player. Uh, you know, Joseph, longtime player uh, there. They've got some big body guys. 
you know, Brandon Graham over there. It's going to be a tough, it's going to be a tough night. So I have to think about how do I protect Tyler Smith in this game? Do I, you know, I don't so much have to worry about putting a tight end or chipping over on Tyron Smith's side. I'm making, I'm making the right end have to play in this game, whether it's through a chip, a tight end, widen them, uh, whether that's Sweat or Graham or whoever they put over on that side. You're, uh, before we go transition over to, to some of the news here this week, uh, let's go ahead and get a, a pick in for this game. Obviously, I think a, a Gardner Minshew uh, game as opposed to a Jalen Hurts one is much more beneficial for the Cowboys, but this is still a very good Philadelphia team um, that is still looking to clinch the division. And then even next week against the Saints, they'll still probably be playing that game pretty hard because they have the Saints pick and they want it to be a better draft pick. Um, so in this game specifically, though, uh, I'm going to trust the Cowboys to get this one done. I'm going to go Dallas 35, Philadelphia 23. I'm going to go the opposite, Bobby. I'm going I, – I still feel like that this is a team, even with Gardner Minshew at quarterback, I think they're going to still be able to move the ball. I kind of feel like Ooh. they're still- – they're still going to make plays. The problem is you're really compromised. I, I absolutely hope I'm wrong about this. I've been wrong a couple of times this year about this team. And, you know, I'd like to believe Dallas could win this game. I just feel like you're compromised at corner. You're compromised right now at linebacker. They could still run their offense. You know, can your defense show up? Can your defense get some stops? Is the offense not going to turn over the ball? The one thing the Eagles make you do is turn over the ball. You know, they figure they've got some players that can do that. I'm going to pick, I'm going to pick the Eagles 31, Dallas 24 in this game. Ooh, and there will be panic in the streets of Dallas if they lose this game to Philadelphia, I think. You're listening to the Love of the Star podcast. The Love of the Star is an Odyssey podcast. You can find it on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.